0: Hey everyone, Anthony from Easier here. I'm super excited that you're taking the time to listen to one of my first episodes. As with any new project, there's always a bit of a learning curve involved. For me, that curve was figuring out how to make my audio sound awesome. Don't get me wrong, you can definitely hear everything in this episode and the content is great. I just wanted you to know that it took me a few episodes until episode seven to get it sounding just right, just like this. All right. That's enough disclaimer, let's get to the show. You're listening to Easier, a podcast all about making your life easier. This is episode number three. I'm Anthony Wagner and my passion is all about finding the best, simplest, and yes, easiest ways of getting things done. Each week, I'll bring you my favorite tips, tricks, and hacks for living a simpler life. This week, it's all about things upon which to feast your eyes. We're talking about things that are bright, beautiful, and colorful. First, I'll discuss a tip I use to beautify my space. Heads up, it probably won't work for everybody. Then, I'll intro a new segment, Something Borrowed, where we discuss an idea I got from someone else, with proper credit, of course. The first Something Borrowed is again from the Happier Podcast. We'll talk about discovering your signature color and we'll talk about what my own signature color is. And finally, we'll cover one of my favorite new things to do, follow bright and colorful Instagram profiles. And I'll tell you about the tags and profiles that I absolutely love. So I know I was a little bit coy in the introduction about what this segment was going to be about. It was a segment I said that would beautify your space that not everyone would love. And that is to add a beautiful plant or plants to your space to help brighten and freshen that space up. And I know that some folks feel like they kill everything that they touch. And for those folks, I'm sorry, this segment might not be for you, but maybe I'll be able to make a convert out of you because I never was a big plant person either. Growing up, my mom had plants everywhere, all outside of the house, not really inside, but more outside. And I hated taking care of them. I had to, we had to water them every day. And that just drove me crazy having to walk the hose around the house and I just didn't love doing that and so I never really opened my eyes to the beauty of having those live plants around. But this really is a pretty inexpensive and simple way to add pops of color and something I've learned is that I really love color. That's This whole episode is about bright colors because it's something that I love. Um, and I recently took a trip actually speaking of my mom, my brother and I decided that we We're going to take my mom to Eastern Market, which is a really big farmer's market in Detroit. It's actually, I think, one of the biggest farmer's markets in the country. It's huge. It spans a number of blocks in Detroit. Actually, I think a couple of miles it really spans. It's a very big farmer's market. And we took my mom down for Mother's Day. And actually, all of us ended up getting fresh flowers for our homes. And this was never something that I really considered. I'd actually been buying flowers from the grocery store which is actually a pretty good hack if you don't want to invest in stuff like potters and things like that you can buy some really decent flowers from the grocery store and just have them for a couple weeks to enjoy and they're relatively inexpensive five to ten bucks but I decided I wanted to get some more permanent plants and I ended up with some beautiful plants for home and actually all three of us did so that was such a nice trip and It really pushed me farther into loving plants. I discovered that I did just recently because I've been looking for ways to add brighter colors to my space. As I understand more and more that I love bright color, I realized that flowers are the way to do it. And I've actually been using watering the flowers in in the morning as almost a meditative technique. I do meditations every day, and. I kind of premeditate by taking my time and slowing down and watering all of the flowers and just enjoying looking at them every morning. So it really has brightened my space and it gives me something to look forward to every day that I get to kind of interact with these living creatures. And something that I wanted to do for a long time, even before I really discovered how much I liked the bright colors, was I wanted to get a bonsai tree for my house. And there's just something about this particular plant that makes me feel good and I knew that bonsai trees could be pretty expensive you need a lot of you can need a lot of equipment to take care of them and especially if you're going to grow one from you know when it's kind of just a baby a little sapling or whatever they're called that can be pretty time-consuming and expensive and something I'd actually like to try is to do that but I got this bonsai tree I was out with my friend Colleen, and she has bonsai trees in her home, and she loves them, and we ended up going to a greenhouse called Telly's. If there's anyone in the Southeast Michigan area or the Detroit area, you can pop on over to Telly's. It's out in the Troy Royal Oak area, and it is a wonderful greenhouse that I just discovered, and they have all kinds of plants, everything that you can think of, but they have a huge section of bonsai trees. And so I decided kind of as an impulse purchase, and this is a pretty expensive impulse purchase, that I was finally going to get one, and we spent some time looking, and I did. I spent, I think, 70 to $90 on the tree and the couple little accessories I got. I made sure to get it in a pot, and I got a tray for the water to, to drip out into. And I have to say that this is one of my favorite things I've ever purchased. It's just, it's so beautiful, incidentally, I'm going to post a photo of it on easiercast.com slash three. You can go there to see what my bonsai tree looks like. And it just gives me this sense of connectedness, this sense that I am part of something bigger, that there is life everywhere. And just being able to hold such a complex, I almost want to call it a creature. I know it's not living in that sense. It's not sentient, but it almost feels like it is to hold such a complex beautiful thing in my hands because it's small it's in a small container and it's this whole tree that's able to live inside of my apartment it just feels so magnificent and so wonderful I absolutely love having it in my apartment and love taking care of it I actually call him Oliver I know I'm a dork I name random things I've named my cars, not recently, but I definitely named my plants, and so his name is Oliver, and I love giving him haircuts or kind of trimming the leaves to keep his branches and the little sections of the tree kind of neat and tidy, and the reason that this particular tree cost as much as it did is it was already pretty grown and already shaped by the gardeners at the greenhouse, so I didn't have to do that work. I just got to bring him home and enjoy him, and it... It really is just wonderful having him at home. Uh, he sits on the end table right next to my chair and I can just kind of look and stare at him. And I find myself doing that all the time, just kind of getting lost in looking at him and, and the, the depth that it brings. So that is one type of plant that I 100% recommend that if it's something in your budget or if you've got some more time, you can get something a little bit cheaper that's not as well manicured. And you can do that yourself. That's something I'd like to do eventually. But if that's something that's interesting to you, I recommend that wholeheartedly. Find a greenhouse in your area that sells bonsai trees and start learning about these beautiful, beautiful plants. Another plant that I have in my home that I found that I really love is this funky, weird plant called the Solosia plant. And this is actually what I picked up at Eastern Market on that trip with my mom and my brother. And it, it drew my eye because first of all, the colors are so bright. They're so vivid. It's bright red and purple and orange and yellow. They're just bright, vivid colors. And it's a really funky shape. It's actually, it's nickname is not my favorite. It's called the cock's comb. And that name comes from the cock rooster. And it's cause it looks like the, the weird, like red, whatever that is, on top of the rooster's head, the comb. And it's pointy like that is, so that's where the nickname comes from. And I prefer to refer to it as the Celosia. But this plant is just bright and unusual. I actually call it a fuzzy plant. It's pointy and the, the plant, the flower, actually looks fuzzy. So I'm going to post some photos of my celosia plants. I ended up getting some rainbow planters that day. I live in an apartment and we have a balcony and I was trying to figure out how to hang plants on the balcony rail because it's not super wide and I found these really cute rainbow colored planters that came as a set and they were really cheap i don't even think they were 20 bucks and it came with i think a set of 10 and i'll post that link on easiercast.com slash three as well so that way you can pick up those planters if you'd like but i'll post some photos there too and these are just the flowers i love to get up and water every day they make me happy they're so bright and colorful and they're in such bright and colorful planters that you know i don't know they just drew my eye and i love having them around so This is the Feast for the Eyes podcast episode, and that's what they are for me. They're just beautiful additions to my apartment. So up next is the Something Borrowed for this episode. And as I said in the beginning, I'm stealing this from, or borrowing this from, the Happier podcast, which I've already talked about. It's given me, that podcast has given me a lot of inspiration for this one, and I think I'm going to be referencing it quite a lot because the ideas that they sometimes share definitely fit with the ideas I like to share. And this is the idea of selecting a signature color. And the idea here is that it's a color that you feel you identify with, that is a color that moves you or that you feel at home with, that you love to wear or love to decorate with, that just makes you happy when you see it wherever you are. So when I first heard about this, I was kind of unsure. I was like, well, what I don't want to kind of pigeonhole myself into one particular color. I tend to say that my favorite color is blue, but I've learned that that's actually not true for me. That, you know, some people on the happier podcast say that their favorite color, the, the hosts come up with one. I think Elizabeth's favorite color, she said was orange. Um, I'm not sure. So if you listen to that podcast and remember, send me a comment or an email, and I will correct it if I'm wrong. But they covered some specific colors. Some said purple, some said red, some said, you know, whatever color that might be. And for me, I was like, you know, I'm not just a fan of just one color. So as I thought about it more, what I realized was I started to think that it was specifically rainbow type colors, but it's it's deeper than that for me. My signature color is, as you might be able to guess from this episode, Bright, vivid colors. Colors that pop and that draw your eye in. I love bright colors and that's of a number of different hues. It can be any color from the rainbow. If it's bright and has its place in that space, I love it. So this is something I like to have been trying to create in my home. You know, I have a, the desk I'm sitting at is, yeah, it's got some brown, but it's also got blue and orange in it. The desktop I've got and I write with a set of colored pens every day in my journal and I switch colors every single day and the planters I talked about are bright colors and so are the flowers. So that's just something that really brings me joy is seeing bright color. So I encourage you, think about what your signature single color is or your signature color pattern or your signature set of colors, anything like that. And I would love to hear what you think. And there's a lot of inspiration over at the Happier podcast. I will put a link to that episode in the notes for this episode as well, which you can find again at easiercast.com slash three. If you'd like to listen to Gretchen Rubin's and Elizabeth Kraft's discussion on this or see their inspiration in all the comments that are there. But I would love to hear from you about what your signature color or pattern or group of colors is. So definitely send me an email or drop a comment at the website and we can get that conversation going too. Another thing relating to bright colors that I've just recently started loving to do is following profiles and tags on Instagram that are that feature bright, vivid color. And I found that as I scroll through Instagram, which I'm just recently starting to use more, I didn't really use it very much before, but having those bright vivid colors to flip through. I love looking at all of it. So I have a few hashtags, and then one profile I'm going to recommend that you follow. And let's just dive right into them. And I've got four hashtags, three of which are pretty obvious, and then the fourth is actually not as obvious. But remember that if you're using a hashtag, If you're not familiar with them, which I think most are, but just in case, it's the hash symbol or the pound symbol and then all one word, no spaces or other um, funky characters. I think they can only be letters and numbers. So on Instagram, a new feature they just added, I think relatively recently, was the ability to follow hashtags. And if you're, again, not super familiar with what a hashtag is, it really just is a way to categorize information. It groups things together. So if you did hashtag blue, it's a way of you look at that hashtag and all the other posts that are tagged with that blue hashtag will show up, anything that's tagged that way. So it's just a way of grouping information or content together. And so the ones that I've suggested that you follow, again, just open up Instagram and search there for these tags. You can actually flip to the tags tab in the search, and that's where you're able to follow them. The first one is hashtag colorful art. The second one is hashtag bright colors. The third, and my favorite of the three, is Color Explosion, and that one really produces the most vivid eye-catching posts. And then the fourth one, which isn't really related, but it is because you do get a lot of bright vivid colors in these scenes, is Hashtag Ocean Views. And this one, if you like the ocean or like the beach, you get a ton of bright, vivid, beautiful beach scenes. So I recommend that too because I do love the beach and we're actually going to the beach today. So that's gonna be fun. It's 96 degrees and sunny here today, so can't wait to get in the water. And then I said I would share one profile with you and this by far I think is my favorite creative profile on any social media platform that I have ever encountered. It is so captivating and I can just spend so much time digging through her pictures and her videos. But the profile is Salty Seattle, and it's all one word. And what she does, and apologies, I can't remember her name off the top of my head, the actual artist who's on there, or the chef who's on there. But if anyone knows, feel free to remind me in the comments or by sending me an email. Salty Seattle, what she does is she creates bright, vivid pasta. Yeah, like pasta, like spaghetti or noodles, And it's all fresh and handmade and the the colors that she produces and the shapes, they are so enriching and captivating and so much fun to look at. I spent so much time flipping through her photos and if you've never seen her work, if it hasn't come up on social for you, I highly recommend that you go take a look at Salty Seattle. You can find her on Facebook and on Instagram. Instagram is really the best because everything is all there and it's all easy to see, so Go check out Salty Seattle and if you'd like, link to or post a screenshot or the photo that you like the best and we can get talking about that because it is incredibly enjoyable looking at her content. And last is a little bit of audience participation. I just was curious to know what's your favorite Instagram profile that's colorful or your favorite colorful Instagram tag to follow. So feel free to let me know at podcast at easiercast.com or by going to easiercast.com slash three and leaving a comment. And that's it for episode number three of the Easier Podcast. Remember to add a beautiful, colorful plant to your space. And if you're in southeast Michigan, definitely stop at Telly's Greenhouse in the Troy area to check out their wonderful selection and their bonsai trees. Also, give some thought to your signature color, color pattern, or set of colors. And remember that mine is bright colors, so I'd be curious to know what yours are. And start following some beautiful, bright, and colorful Instagram tags and profiles. Finally, be sure to let me know if you did any of this, if you got a plant, if you discovered a signature color, or what tags or profiles you follow on Instagram. One last time, you can email me at podcast at easiercast.com or leave a comment at easiercast.com slash three. If I love your ideas, I will feature them in a future episode. Thanks so much for listening, and until next week, here's to an easier life. Bye for now.